Welcome to Coffee Break with Middle School Mama. This is episode one, encouraging the struggling writer. Whether you are a parent, a professional educator, a homeschooler, or an unschooler, I hope that you find today's chat to be both inspiring and energizing. Go ahead and grab that cup of coffee, pick your feet up, and let your mind wander while we tackle today's question. Today's question comes from Amanda in Tennessee. Amanda writes, I recently began homeschooling my 11-year-old son after several unsuccessful years in the public school system. He seems to be adjusting well. However, he absolutely hates writing. I have tried everything that I can think of, but every attempt ends in frustration for both of us. I love to write, and I want to develop that passion in my son. What can I do to help him? First of all, thank you so much, Amanda, for your question. This is a very common question um, that I receive all the time. I uh, teach many, many struggling writers um, through my work, both in the public school system and on out school. And it's a very common issue. So first and foremost, don't worry too much um, about a, a student who does not have an inherent love of writing. That is okay. Um, it's very, very natural. So to answer your question, how can you instill a love of writing in your child? Um, there are a few different approaches that may work for your son, depending on his learning style and his natural writing ability. The first step is always to rule out any type of physical or neurological issue that may be impeding your son's ability. Uh, this includes any issues with vision, with language proce processing, or hand strength. Um, if you suspect any type of learning differences with your son, please consult the appropriate specialist and always follow his or her advice. Assuming that all learning differences have been ruled out, the first step in encouraging your struggling writer is to allow him to dislike writing. Uh, it sounds counterintuitive, and many parents really get caught up in this notion of, if I can just show my child how exciting and creative and expressive writing can be, uh, they're going to love it, they're going to do really well at it. Um, and that can really backfire for many, many students. It is perfectly okay and even normal for your son to hate writing. That is okay. Um, he can totally hate it. That's perfectly fine. And that is really the first step is that you allow your child or if um, those of you listening, if you are a teacher in either a public school or homeschool setting, allow your students to hate writing. It's okay. It's one of the very first things um, that I ask my students now. I ask them to raise their hand if they love writing, and I will usually get a hand or two. And then I ask them to raise their hand if they hate writing. And they are very hesitant to raise their hand because they feel as though they're going to hurt my feelings. I am somehow um, not going to appreciate them as a student. 
And that could not be uh, further from the truth. So I always encourage my students, it's okay. You are totally allowed to not like writing. Um, I can do math, but it is not my favorite thing to do. I am never going to choose to do math over language arts. It's not my strength. So it is perfectly okay if your son does not choose to do writing on his own. However, we do still need to teach the skill. And that's where that challenge can really come in. So we have accepted the fact that not all students love to write, but how do we move forward from there? So once you have accepted that your student or students may not love to write, um, the next step is to have realistic expectations. So that means to have realistic expectations as an educator, as a parent. Um, do not expect your student to start writing, you know, five page um, manifestos on some research topic. Um, set realistic expectations and encourage those expectations in the student. Uh, perhaps they think that they need to be writing, you know, eloquent, beautiful, long, drawn out writing pieces. And that may not be appropriate for their age or ability. So once you have set some realistic expectations, then you need to move forward and set appropriate goals. So for a student who really just will not write at all, um, they, they stonewall, they just don't want to do it. I would strongly encourage you to find something that they do like. If they will not write with paper and pencil, maybe they are technologically inclined. Um, have them write a paper using text-to-speech on an iPhone or one of the many dictation services um, available on computers. You could also have them type out just a very, very short one or two sentence statement that responds to a question. Um, if you have students who love superheroes or comic books, that is a fantastic place to start. Comic books are really a huge gateway into longer, more sustained, more complex writing. Because when you first begin those early, lower level comic books, it's much more about the art and less about the story. So they may be writing just one or two words, maybe a sentence here and there, um, just trying to fill in the story. However, that can very, very quickly snowball into just a really creative expression of, oh, now I can have my character do this, or oh, my villain is going to do this. Uh, throughout school, I teach a comic book writing course, and it is far and away one of my most popular classes for that exact reason. It's a really easy introduction into more extended periods of writing. Um, 
so whatever it may be, if you have realistic expectations and you are setting appropriate goals, you're going to begin to increase confidence, which will eventually lead to an increase in skill. Which brings me to point number three. Uh, you need to build confidence through repetition and smaller goals. If that means that you need to totally ignore spelling, ignore grammar, ignore mechanics, then so be it. And again, it sounds counterintuitive. No, I need to be teaching spelling and grammar and they can't put a period anywhere. There are no capitals. It's one huge long run on sentence. That is okay. That is okay for the short term. And again, we are talking about those very reluctant, struggling writers. I'm certainly not suggesting that you continue uh, to ignore spelling and grammar and mechanics over the long term. The key here is to really build their confidence. Oh, you did such a great job of writing this story about Batman. Tell me more. Tell me what the Joker is going to do next. Whatever it may be, even if it was one poorly constructed sentence, that is one more sentence than they were writing yesterday. Okay, so you continue to build, to build. Um, so you wrote about Batman yesterday. Why don't you continue the story today? Let's see if we can come up with two things that Batman is going to do or whatever your topic may be. As you start to really build stamina and endurance, um, then you can start going in and gently, again, because they are reluctant, struggling writers, you can go back in and gently say, hmm, it doesn't look like there is spelled correctly. What do you think? And they might say, oh, you're right. I don't think that is spelled correctly, but I don't know how to spell it. Okay, let's go and look it up. So you're not coming down on that student. You're not going in and saying, oh, you did it wrong, that you have so many misspellings. You're simply asking a question hmm, that doesn't look right to me. How can we fix it? And as you continue, and it is a long process, um, it, it will be a long, drawn-out process, but I promise it will pay off. As you continue to build on those skills, you will see both confidence and ability really growing and improving over time. So finally, that was what you really need to do to stretch that ability. That's my favorite word with my students. I want you to stretch, stretch the paragraphs, stretch your sentences, make them more complex, um, come up with better adjectives. Really just keep building on to that writing snowball. Increase their confidence, build up their ability, uh, really try to increase their writing endurance. Can you write for a full five minutes? Set a timer. Don't worry about anything. Do not worry about content. Don't worry about mechanics, grammar. Worry about the fact that they are participating in the act of writing for a set period of time. 
And then if they want, and if they're comfortable, if they're confident enough, let them go back and edit and say, oh, I'm not sure that I added a period where I needed to. I am not so sure about my spelling. It will come. It will come over time. Right now, your goal is simply to get over that first hurdle and have your students realize that writing isn't so bad. It might not be your favorite thing, but it is something that is achievable. It is a skill uh, that you can really fine tune and work with over time. Treat writing as a life skill. It is a vital form of communication and an important skill to learn. Your son may never enjoy writing in the same way that I may never enjoy washing dishes. It's okay to acknowledge that some academic subjects may never be your favorite and they may never be your son's favorite. Meet him where he is and move on from there. Do you have an educational topic that you'd like to hear featured on the podcast? Send your ideas, questions, and comments to msmcoffeebreak at gmail.com. No matter what educational challenges you may face, always remember that you are not alone. Until we meet again, take a minute, take a breath, take a moment to stop and enjoy your coffee.